It's time for Minecraft Me, the show that's all about Minecraft. From beginning level to expert, we'll show you what you need to know to survive in the world of Minecraft. With Joseph Falby and Chase Nunes, what's coming up on this episode? That's right, it's finally here, the 1.3 pre-release. We discuss it and show you all the neat new tricks. Also, the server showcase of the week, the Minecraft news, and your questions and emails. All that and more on this episode 36 of Minecraft Me, recorded on Thursday, July 26, 2012. Minecraft Me is brought to you by Geek Gamer Weekly. Want to learn the greatest things about technology and gaming in one show? Check out Geek Gamer Weekly at geekgamer.tv. Hey everybody, welcome again to another edition of Minecraft Me. This is the show that is entirely about the game called Minecraft. Yeah, who, who would have guessed it with that kind of a title that it's going to be about Minecraft? The awesome sandbox building Minecraft. game. I thought, I thought this was going to be about Fallout. No, that's Fallout Me. Oh. Yeah, yeah, sorry. But this is the show where we show you how to play this awesome game, where we, we give you tips uh, if you're a beginner, uh, if you're intermediate or, or advanced. You know, we show you a few things, too. And all thanks to my awesome guide. Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm still, yeah, that's me, level 5 craftologist Chase Nunes. I haven't been leveled up yet. Well, you have, you have been five times. Well, yeah, five times. Not from level 5 to level 6, though. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yes. But here's Joe, Joseph Falby, my Minecraft teacher and guide, and uh, still uh, broadcasting from the breezeway of his house between the living room and the family room. <laughs> yeah, we, we actually used this space as a dining room at one point. Oh, okay. Time. All right. Very good. And it's still looking yeah. good, but the floor is done in the yeah, other Yeah, the room. floor back behind me is done. Even though the room is dark, you can't really see anything back there. But yeah, the floor is done. There's no more carpet. Now there's a... Uh, a nice, um, it's uh, sort of a, a funky kind of plastic tile type of thing. It's not quite, not like pergo floor, but it's a it's a wood fake type of floor. But it's supposed to hold up really, really well to a lot of abuse. So, so that's where so, we picked it. So when you move back, are you uh, going to set up your desk any differently? Are you going to put make you put know, shelves up, or what are you doing? I'm not sure. I'm that I'm going to move back over there. Oh. I, I haven't really decided that yet. Um, we're still kind of trying to figure out what's going to happen to that room. Um, but for right now. Uh, just as a space savings thing, I, I put a bunch of stuff behind me that might be interesting. Uh, the lease is not back there anymore, Aww. but there is some stuff back there that's kind of cool. Um, okay. So this is basically my entire home network. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. This box, uh, this this one right here is the, the storage box. That's where all of the backups for the Minecraft server are and all of the other, you know, storage needs. That's that's 12 terabytes of storage. All right. Um. Behind the monitor is my core switch, my uh, my router, and um, stuff like that. The white box is my airport, uh, or it's it's wireless N. And then on the floor over there, underneath that skull, the famous skull that's always in the back of the shot, that's actually the server. The server? The server. That is, if you play on the Minecraft Me Pub server, that's the box you're actually logging into. Wow. It doesn't look like much, but that's it. It's like Tron people that that's like your bits are in that there is, your your bits are in there in yeah right I mean, now. you are digitized and moved yes. into the grid it is in there awesome <laughs> very cool so i think I, I i mentioned last week whether you know whether we'd put it on the show or not but i figured yeah, yeah why not right there why not why not so well very good very good now <laughs> you know 
as always, you know, Mojang, they'll they'll say, uh, are you guys doing a Minecraft me? And we'll say, yeah. And then they'll say, well, we know that you do so shows on Thursdays. We want to release snapshots on Thursdays. But this, this is a very special episode because we're going to talk about everything there is about pre-release 1.3. Yep. Uh, so we have a huge, awesome show lined up for you. But as always, we always like to do this first, um, you know, we like to break down the news. It's time for some Minecraft news. It's time for this week's Minecraft news. Ah, yes, yes. Let's start off with a lawsuit, shall we? Minecraft developer sued for Android patent infringement. What? Oh, man, I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, Notch actually had a nice blog about this. He doesn't blog that often, but when he does, it's really cool. Uh, but Mojang is being sued for patent infringement. Uh, Mojang is facing legal trouble over the way it delivers mobile content for Android phones, particularly the way it checks whether users are authorized to access that content and then locking up. Basically, kind of a, a way, Joe, of them um, protecting their content from piracy, essentially, I, I would gather. Yeah, it's, um, it's some kind of... Uh... Um, obviously some kind of DRM system, but some way of keeping people from... Because, I mean, one of the problems or one of the, the things with Android is it's really easy to um, to get or to distribute non-official you know, apps for your devices. Right. And, part of the, and part of that leads to some fairly rampant piracy on the platform. Yeah, and, uh, huge. and this is the solution they came up with to get around that or to uh, helpfully avoid some of that piracy. And um, this company is coming out of nowhere. Company I've never heard of before is uh, is now saying um, Unilock. Unilock. Yeah, uh, they're saying that um, this is their technology. They patented it. It's all theirs, and uh, everybody, not just Minecraft, um, Microsoft, Electronic Arts, and Square Enix have also been named in the suit, yeah. uh, and they are all apparently breaking this guy's uh, patent, and he is <sighs> suing them all for as much money as he can get before he folds the company. I didn't put it in our in our rundown, but Notch has a great blog talking about patents and patent trolls and the whole idea around software patents. It's a really good read. Uh, if you ever get an opportunity to check that out, please do so. Uh, we'll see what happens here. Usually what happens in these cases is either it gets tossed out uh, by the judge or the companies end up paying some sort of fee to settle. Um, so we'll see what happens in this instance. Uh, we're not patent lawyers, unless Joe, unless you became one, uh, and I didn't realize it. I don't think so. Okay. I haven't, I haven't t passed the bar yet, so I haven't. Okay, well, keep working uh, on that. I know. Yeah, I haven't. Well, I haven't. I have to try first. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so we don't know yet about what's going on, but uh, but we all know that. I don't think this was intentional. I don't think they were like, oh yeah, we saw this patent. They probably didn't even maybe know it existed. Uh, and that's no, what usually I think happens. It, it, because so many different companies are named, Microsoft obviously hasn't done a lot of Android platform development. Yeah. EA and Square have, um, but Microsoft and, and Mojang have not really done a whole lot. But because these four companies are really specifically named, along with, I'm sure, a few more, um, it's probable that this guy came up or was able to get a patent on a really, really broad way of doing this sort of copy protection system. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's applying it to anybody who's doing any kind of copy protection on the Android platform. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they probably all, I'm sure they all came up with independent ideas, ways to do it differently, but that accomplished the same thing. And now that's who, uh, that's who this guy's going after. So, 
it's no, kind of frustrating, but I, I do like his quote. Um, <laughs> the, the software patents are plain evil. This is from, from Notch, from yeah. uh, Marcus Person. Uh, software patents are plain evil. Innovation within software is basically free, and it's growing incredibly rapidly. Patents only slow it down. Yeah. So... Something's going to have to change. I mean, it, it, and I'm not just speaking about this. I'm just speaking about software patents in general. It, something's going to have to change in the future because it's really stifling innovation. You know, when you, you get things bogged down in courts and then you have, you know, big war chest portfolios of patents that companies are fighting over. It just... Well, it's Ugh. it's hard from both sides because if you're if you're the developer and, yeah. or you you come up with a, a novel way of accomplishing something that that is uh, really unique, you should have a way of of protecting that as your own and being able to make some money off of it, as opposed to coming up with a novel idea and then everybody else saying, "Hey, that's a great idea. I'm going to yeah. do that too," and then copying it rampantly. Yeah. But when you're when you are able to come up with a patent for something that is extremely broad that applies to um, you know, that multiple people could come up with different methods or different ways to, to come up to the same result, and you're able to patent the result, not the method. Yeah. That's that's right. where there I think there could be a problem, and that's that's, that's something that should be changed. Very true. You know, Notch also spoke out on another topic, and that was Steam. A lot of people are wondering, why isn't Minecraft on Steam? Well, you know, Notch did explain a little bit about that. Uh, basically, Notch is saying that he loves Steam, but he does have concerns about one company dominating the digital distribution gaming market. He also worries about PC as a gaming platform becoming owned by a single entity that takes 30% of all PC games sold. Uh, so obviously, you know, there's other third-party providers as smaller ones like Origin, for example. Um, what do you guys think? I mean, for me personally, you know, I I never thought of it that way. I didn't know that Steam takes 30%. I mean, gosh, I think that's a little bit rough uh, in comparison to, I think, what Apple takes for iTunes app developers. I think it's an—isn't it iTunes 80-20, Joe? Or maybe I'm uh, completely off on that. You know, I'm I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. Um, but how do you feel about, about Notch's explanation of why they're not on Steam because of that reason? Uh, you know uh, that's an interesting point. I think more than the than the percentage he takes off because you have to remember um, if you're coming from a and I, and I have a feeling that's probably for big mainstream titles. Uh, if you're coming from an indie market or, or if you're an indie developer and you're selling a game for fifteen bucks, thirty percent is a is a much bigger. Um, it's the same percentage, but it ends up being feeling like a lot more. Um, yeah, you know, that's if you're true. selling a game for sixty bucks. 20 to 30 percent that's that's not you know i mean it's it's still a, a big chunk of change but it's probably a lot less than it would have cost for to do all the distribution all the cd production all the box production all that stuff um so i think that from an indie indie developer standpoint that's that's a problem but i think the bigger the bigger point he makes and this is true is um that he's concerned about having one super majority one one primary distribution method for games on pc going forward period now that happens to be steam and so far valve has been shown to be a really really good company and has made sure that they've they've done everything right and they're really they do they apparently are doing a good job keeping gamers in mind whenever they do something but we don't know how much of that is driven by the people who are there now, and we don't know who's going to be at that company in the future. That's true. So Steam and Valve may be a great platform right now, but in 20 years or 15 years, if there's still a PC gaming industry, which if there's still PCs, there'll still be a PC gaming industry, we don't know what 
what may happen. Um, right. You know, if Gabe Newell leaves the company and, and, you know, it's the same thing. People don't people were not sure what was going to happen with Apple when Steve Jobs died. Same thing hap- applies to Valve. If Gabe Newell is the one driving this and really keeping gamers in the forefront of the company's mind, if he dies or if he moves on, nobody knows what's going to happen. Steam could become worse than Origin or worse than any of the other digital distribution systems out there. We just don't know. You know, so. I, I've started to warm up a little bit to Origin and other digital distribution systems just because of the fact for one primary reason, and that is PC gaming is still going. It's very, very strong. And if I don't support the games that I like to play, whether or not they're on a platform that I hate, like Origin, which I really don't like, mm-hmm. but you know, I want to see PC gaming survive. I mean, hell, we're doing a show about a PC game. You know, I know it's on other well, it's platforms. On Xbox. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but, I mean, it, pr- it started as a PC game, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, hell, Call of Duty started as a PC game. So, uh, and well, you look so did so did Battlefield. Battlefield and, and you know, I, yeah, I mean, if you name a current popular game title, it started a PC. Got its start on PC games. Yeah. I, sort of Zelda and Mario and stuff yeah, like I know. That, but yeah, you know yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I, I yeah. agree. I think that having the competition is really good. Competition is always good in a market, regardless. Yes, absolutely. I'm going to turn this so make sure it's not quite so blue. Um and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but competition is always good in a market, no matter what happens, and that's true for anything. It drives innovation, it drives costs, it dri- you know drives prices lower for the consumer. So it's really, really good. The problem I have with Origin is not Origin as a platform. It's not the Origin tech. I, it does appear to work fairly well, and it, it I think it could be a viable competitor to Valve. The problem I have with Origin is it's controlled by EA. <laughs> EA has been shown to be very yeah. end user gamer hostile. EA has not has now if if they start to turn on that. And become more user friendly and more PC friendly as far as you know, embracing the PC gamer and mm-hmm. and person. Then you know maybe you and I will both have opinions change about Origin. But oh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we feel so stiffed about EA. That's why you know I know we're now we're on a tangent. This is what happens. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I mean it's just it's frustrating. But I, I I agree with Notch. You know, right now the way that he's doing it and the model that he's doing it, it works right now. There's no mm-hmm. put pressure for him to go to Steam, especially when you see, and we're going to get to that story here, here in a minute, how well it's done on other platforms being sold on its own. So Yeah. Yeah. Of course, the biggest thing is there aren't all that many um, indie games, quote, indie games, with 35 million registered users. <laughs> Ain't that the <laughs> truth. Now, it could be worse. Let's say, for example, and I know we have a lot of young viewers and listeners, and let's say you have an addiction to Minecraft. You just can't get enough of it, all right? Uh, your parents might be writing in and, and asking for advice and saying, hey, my son has a huge addiction. Uh, this was a really, really cool article, and basically the end game was the uh, the dad wrote in, said, hey, my son has a huge, huge addi- addiction to Minecraft. What can I do to get him off of this? And basically, uh, the advice giver said, hey, why don't you ask what your son is building and doing in the game and maybe build something with him in the real world? You know, uh, you know, try to engage and find out why he likes the game so much and plug into his creativeness. Um, I think, you know, we all go into Minecraft and build things and do things because we all have these aspirations. You know, we're thinking about Legos and we think about things, how if we had all the money in the world... You know, we would want to do this with it. And, you know, we have these dreams and architects and buildings and, 
you know, I, you know, a lot of us have many different reasons of playing Minecraft. I know that's my reason, Joe, but hmm? um, I, I'm not addicted, thank God. Um, are you addicted? I, I don't. I don't think you're addicted yet. I mean, we're both in no. the realm of liking to play a lot, <laughs> but not addicted. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's hard to know where that line is. Um, you know, and and I and I think it's for a game like if you're going to get addicted to a video game, Minecraft might as well might as well be the one you get addicted to because it's not. Um, yeah, there's no monthly fee attached to it. Uh, you know, if, if people can't really complain about it being a violent game. You know, there's there's all these. Minecraft really is is pretty much the the tamest and the 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 best of of a lot of worlds. And and I love the idea of of somebody yeah of, of somebody saying, hey, my kid's addicted to this video game. I'm concerned about it. And the answer is, well, why don't you go play it with him? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? uh, I just think that's great. And that's a that's that's probably is the answer that should be given to any parent who worries well, that their their kid is is addicted to a video game well, a lot of parents, why don't you try it a lot of parents will just go and throw their kid in front of the tv and let them play whatever the hell game that they want to play yeah and the parents don't engage yeah and you know it's i mean just, think about it this way if your kid's playing minecraft for for a lot of hours as long as his, his other things you know his schoolwork and stuff like that aren't suffering in his in his spare time, he's playing Minecraft or she's playing Minecraft. You know what? It could be worse. They could be playing Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, don't buy it for him in the first hot place. hot coffee mod. Um, <laughs> I was yeah. thinking GTA Four, but hey, yeah, you know, whatever. whatever you want to play. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I I, I, think I think it's sound advice. A, yeah, I think this is a great advice. Yeah, this is great advice. This this is uh, you know, if 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 this is something your kid is passionate about, then. Join him. And if any of you guys out there are as passionate, you know, hey, don't be, don't hesitate to get your parents involved. I mean, we have gotten emails from from parents who, who you know, have gotten involved because their kids have played. We've gotten these emails. We've read them. Yeah. They're like, I, I've started playing, and now I'm hooked, too. I created my own server. We play together. And I love yeah. those stories. Those are great. Yeah. So. And the best thing is, with Minecraft 1.3, it's going to get even easier. Yeah, which is great. You, know, you can open up your single-player game to other players, so you won't even have to worry about figuring out how to set up a server. You can just hit join there, join that game. And then you can tell your parents, hey, I want to become an architect. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's or, a, or an engineer it's, or whatever. Yeah, or, yeah. or just play with Legos. That's, you know, hey, that'd be fine, too. Work at Legoland. You probably make a good living making big figures of Legos. You may not work at Legoland, but you could be a Lego designer. There you go. That works, for the uh, cool. You know, we need to get some Lego stuff of Minecraft behind us. I think that's important. We should. That, that's we should. Like, are they shipping those sets yet? I, I think so. By the way, we have Amazon <laughs> affiliate links where you can order those. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Um, hey, did you know this? Minecraft top 3 million Xbox 360 sales. Well, wow, that's really damn good. Now, we just talked about 35 million on Minecraft.net. They signed up. 6.7 million purchased the game. So 3 million on Xbox definitely definitely is popular. I am not going to poo-poo that version at all anymore because of the fact that hey, a lot of you guys out there not only play on the PC but also play on the 360 because sometimes it's nice just to chill on your couch and build on a nice 70-inch screen or something like that. Are you surprised, Joe? Three million in sales at this early stage of the year? I mean, it hasn't been very long. Well, on May 9th. It hasn't been very long. Just a f 
just just two and a half months, three million. I, I guess I guess for a for a game that is the the size or you know for a company the size of Mojang, um, and a game that is not a triple A title made by somebody, that's that's actually pretty good. Um, that's that's six point seven million people have bought the game. That's not bad. Now currently, uh, now it, obviously one of the things that. Uh, Console gamers don't get the ability to design their own custom skins. However, uh, they are getting some cool-looking ones. Uh, there's some crossover action that's about to occur. Now, this is kind of kind of interesting. Left for Dead gamers, <laughs> this is a weird crossover. Uh, but basically, you'd be able to get Left for Dead skins for your uh, Xbox 360 version of Minecraft. Uh, they haven't released a price yet, but they did say that it's going to come out in August. Uh, these skins are going to be based upon the survivors from Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2. Um, but it's uh, they're they're even though they're not going on Steam, Joe, they are working with Valve to create skins for Minecraft carriers for Xbox 360. So I guess they're okay working together in some capacity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh... Yeah, uh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, um, I wonder if they're gonna do uh, do TF2 skins and stuff like that, and TF2 hats later. Right? Obviously, this wouldn't be hard to create for the PC because I bet you someone has probably already made them for PC. So that's a good question. I wonder if somebody made these for PC and they just copied them onto the <laughs> Xbox. <laughs> that's true. I'm just like, here you go, real yeah. simple and easy. Well, <laughs> anyway, uh, final news story, and this will also lead into our play uh, play it segment is, yes, right on schedule. Thank you, Mojang, for checking with us. The 1.3 pre-release is out now, right now. Uh, you can download it. And they also are running a little bit of a contest. Uh, so here's the deal. Uh, the contest is real simple. You can make your own Minecraft 1.3 commercial, uh, 30 seconds or less, showing it off. And if it's good, you will be featured on the Mojang YouTube channel. Uh, but yes, we have a long, long list of changes. We're not going to go through them all right here because we'd rather show them off. Uh, but a lot of great changes, and this means we are exactly uh, just uh, about a week away. August 1st is when the big release will drop. Now, before we get into that Play It segment, why do they do this, Joe? Is this to try to squish out any final bugs between pre-release and, and main release? Uh, I think it's yeah that, and then also to give some people early access to it, um, maybe get a little bit of uh, a little bit of early devel uh, going on it. Um, I know that the uh, I'm sure the bucket group uh, doing craft bucket is hard at work trying to uh, release their update for this. Um, you know that sort of thing, uh, and it, and it gives people a chance to to really play with uh, to play with it before it's it's out there if that's what you want to do. So now that's again. True. We, we won't be upgrading the server to this. Um, we, we won't be able to do that until the craft bucket releases out. So if you're playing on our pub server, um, unfortunately, these features aren't going to be available at least for a little while. That's true. Um, not sure exactly when. Don't know their timeline. But, uh, but they will be available at some point. That's right. Well, that leads us into our play it segment. Are you ready to play some uh, Minecraft, Joe? Ah, sure. Well, right, let's do it. <laughs> Let's play. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hide. I'm gonna hide Joe and I for a minute, so you guys can see this is Minecraft 1.3. It doesn't look any different, but the first thing I wanted to show off, Joe, 
before jumping into the actual game um, is I noticed this new button here in settings. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed it too, but it it says snooper settings. Hmm. And no, it I, says I here, haven't really dug through those yet. So basically, um. uh, there are uh, you are now anonymously sending data mm-hmm. uh, so they could see what kind of settings you're using for the game. Yeah, um, and that, that you, uh, you know that makes that actually makes a lot of sense. It's not that surprising. Almost every um, platform, every a lot Steam of games that are out this, there yeah. do this. Steam does the same thing. Origin does the same thing. Um, all the Blizzard stuff has been doing this for years. They just don't tell you about it as yeah. publicly as this. Yeah. So, and there is also a nice button right at the bottom where you can turn it off if you That's don't. That's like true. It. So, what I'm going to do, Joe, is I'm just going to jump into our our show server. Now, the one thing I do notice on our on our multiplayer select screen, also by the way, is now it says searching for land worlds. So I guess if someone set up a local server, you're going to see this real easily right here. It does a, a search, right? Or right, and uh, and maybe that's something you want to show off. Uh, I don't know if you have a single player game you can hop into first. Sure. So let me, let a- me yeah. So let me hit single player, and uh, I'll create a new world, and we'll call it we'll call it. GeekGamer.tv, yeah, self-promotion. All right, very good. All right, and we'll do survival <laughs> mode. And now under, let's see, world options. Hmm. Oh, this is where I put allow cheats. Yeah, the, 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 eh. none of those really matter. All Mostly right. we just want to start it. All right. But, yeah, you can you can turn on and off cheats, um, it, which is different from having creative, uh, creative survival mode, that sort of thing. But uh, the, the cool thing is once you get into the game, okay. if you I'm hit, here. hit escape, on the on the screen there's open to land. <gasps> wow, that's really cool. So if I just and click so, that, yeah, if you just click on that, now your game is actually open to other players on the land. People can uh, can I, get into it and um, they'll be able to see it. Yeah, so you just hit start land world. And there's and, a, the uh, local IP address right there. So yeah, and now um, if people go to their multiplayer, they can actually just like you know you were seeing earlier, it will search for the game and it'll find it if it's on the same network. That is too darn easy. Yeah. So and uh, and that is part of um, one of the big things with this uh, version 1.3 is uh, they've changed how the single player works. It's no longer just a single player game where you're playing within your own copy of Minecraft and that's all you're doing. They've actually changed it so that now it's running a sort of virtualized version of the server and the client at the same time. Very cool. So they can really easily open it up. And the reason for that, the reason why they went that direction is uh, now it allows them to more easily incorporate the server-side SDK, the the, um, the server-side mods and stuff like that. They'll be able to incorporate those into sur- into multiplayer and single-player much easier now. Very cool. So really, really cool stuff. Huge, huge jump in development. That's that's, yeah, that's a big. huge, huge improvement in, in how the, the back end and how everything works. Very cool. So I'm here in our server, show, our server showcase. <laughs> I am here in our showroom. Uh, uh, and we're I'm going to show that off now to everybody. So this nothing looks anything different really, but we're going to go through some of the major changes in 1.3 that you'll be expecting next week and in, in our server probably in a couple of weeks. Uh, I know some people will just update to their vanilla servers very quickly, but mm-hmm. let's let's go through it, Joe. Let's let's do it. Well, uh, I mean, there's a few things we've gone over a lot of the stuff before. Um, some of the stuff we've uh, we touched on very very briefly. Some of it we went more into depth with. The there's some things that are actually actually really truly new, um, things that were not in the game before but are there now. Uh, one of the big things 
is uh, trees um, and tree blocks. Everybody's used to tree blocks looking like that. Yeah, that looks pretty simple. Looks pretty normal. Well, now they can also look like that. Ooh, whoa, that's so interesting. The the what people have been doing is they've been doing. Um, oops, turned it the wrong way. Trees like this, and uh, and they've been using them to decorate. I've seen a few screenshots of people who've decorated their world using. Um, just using using these trees. These so trees is this used to em emulate out. that a tree's been f that fell over? Yeah, that's that's exactly what people have done <laughs> with it. But the uh, the other thing I've seen people do with it is uh, from an from a artwork standpoint is um, if you if you've got a mine going, you know how normally in the real world at least mine mines have. Um, uh, oh, I know what you're talking layer, about. One like... level deeper. Yeah, they have uh, they have um, these. Uh, horizontal supports across the top of the mine. And uh, this is the other thing I've seen people use it for is uh, as you're mining, you'll have these horizontal supports running through your mine, which are supposed to hold up the ceiling. <laughs> and I mean, it's a purely aesthetic thing. Right. People, uh, I've seen a few people who are really excited about this whole idea that now well, I can have my mines look real and that sort of thing. Um, but that's a, another thing I've seen that used for. Uh, just kind of a cool aesthetic thing. It's not really, it doesn't really change anything in the in gameplay, but uh uh, it's nice to see more blocks going that direction. And the way you place them is uh, just like pistons. Um, here, I'll throw a block at you. Okay. When you... Um, hey, I just got any <laughs> of the different kinds of woods. Yeah, getting wood. But when, when you go to place it, uh, you basically are going to face which direction the top of the log is. So if you look down uh, when you place it, it'll face it facing up. If you look sideways, it'll face it facing forward. I should probably give you an axe to cut through that a little faster, huh? Yeah. Here, here you go. There's an axe. Thank you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, that's uh, that's probably um, that's one of the big ones. Um, another one, and I'm trying to find the right parts for it. Very cool. Um, another big one we talked about before is uh, emeralds and um, and the related blocks for emeralds. So uh, when you're digging now in 1.3, you'll see you'll see these kind of blocks, and these are emerald uh, ore blocks. Oh, very cool! And just like um, just like any other any other ore, uh, you can dig it out. Here, let me throw you a uh, diamond pickaxe, um, real quick. Uh, you can go ahead and, and dig that out, and uh, you will get emeralds. Oh wow! Like that. Very cool. So now another thing, uh, maybe maybe you noticed that. Um, Go ahead and uh, and dig that uh, dig a block out again with your uh, with your pickaxe. Did you see? Did you Whoa, hear that? What was that? It's look at your XP I'm bar. Getting, I'm the getting bottom. XP now. Yeah, so now you get XP for more than just killing monsters. You can actually pick it up from mining and other. other and it activities. comes to me automatically. Like, oh no, you got to. Well, pick yeah, it up. you just have to be so close to it, and it draws itself to you. Very cool. So they so they added that. The the other thing though, along with that, is they've set a cap on it. Um, enchantment levels have been capped at thirty. Okay. So you can advance past that level, but you can't enchant anything past thirty anymore. Okay. Cool. Um, so that's really cool. Um, now and we, of course, what you do with emeralds. Now, by the way, Joe, we are getting uh, a real quick question in our live yeah. chat. They want to know. Uh, Skylar wants to know if you be running the single player version. So if you make it into a land mode, will it mm -hmm. slow your game down at all? Uh, you know, it shouldn't slow your game down very much. Um, you shouldn't notice a big impact. It won't slow it any. 
you might notice a slight impact going from one two five to one three. Okay. But when you go from if you're playing one three and you just have a couple people join your your single player game, you shouldn't notice a big difference there. Okay. Uh, and the reason for that is you're already running it in that sort of environment. Now, if you if you go to do that and then you have thirty people try to join, right? You'll probably see some issues. Yeah. Uh, but if you just have a, a couple people, you have two or maybe two or three people in the server, shouldn't be a big deal. Small land party, it's perfect for that. Sure. Okay. Um, so again, uh, we're on emeralds. Um, emeralds again, you can use to trade with villagers. Trade with villagers. So we're we gonna get a villager. Uh sure. I'll uh, let me see if I can find a villager. I have a villager in here somewhere. Is this a villager? There's a villager. All right. Let's uh, let's go ahead and spawn a villager. Oops, I dropped the. There's a villager. All right. Hey, now, if villager. You to him, if you walk up to him with your emeralds in your hand and hey, right click on him. So if I give him three emeralds, he's gonna give me a bookshelf. There you go. Fine. I'm going to give you three. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, you, you dropped a good I know. One. I, I picked those up. So, and, uh, and now you see the curls coming up him? Yeah. So he's actually leveling up when you do that. So now if you click on him again, you should have more options on what you can get him to build for you. Yeah, I don't have any emeralds, but let's see. If I give him three emeralds... I'll uh, see if you can click the arrows. He may not have leveled up no, yet. I don't have an, I don't. I may not have enough emeralds. Ah. Uh, that's all right. I already but have yeah, a bookshelf. Uh, basically, Thank you. the idea Thanks, is that buddy. they will level up and it give you more options uh, in terms of things you can make. Stop uh, staring really, at me. I, I can just kill him off. You want me to just kill him no, off? No, no. He's he's harmless. Okay. He's okay. He's offering. He's all right. Um, <laughs> so the other thing we talked about uh, a while ago um, was uh, a new redstone activating block. Ooh, okay. And uh, and I don't know if you remember, but we talked about having tripwires. I noticed they actually changed how it looks. It looks a little bit more. Yeah, it does look a little different, um, but they work the same basic way. So those that's a that's an active tripwire right now. And if we uh, and these can to... be up to like what thirty blocks long, I think, or something. Yeah, they can be fairly long. Um, let's uh, let's go ahead and build a longer one just to make sure. Uh, so we'll we'll do. How about if we do out from the wall? Put another block out here, a tripwire there, and and the way these work is uh, you build the tripwire pieces, and then you have to um, uh, then you have to get string, and of course you get string from killing spiders. Spiders, right? And uh, once you have enough string, then you uh, just lay that out um, between the two tripwire pieces, and uh, if you look, the redstone coming off of it will activate when you cross that. Oh yeah. So, um, so that gives you the chance to activate things for traps. Um, a great example of that is uh, you could put some uh, you could put some dispenser blocks over here, load them up with arrows, and when somebody crosses that line, have them fire a whole volley of arrows. Yeah, at you. yeah, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, really cool. Um, I know we we talked about that in a in a previous episode, one of the weekly update uh, weekly build episodes. Um, the other big one that we got in trouble for for not talking about during one of the weekly update episodes, the one where it was released, is the Ender Chest. So I just placed two of them down there, and um, the Ender Chest is really cool. You place as many of them as you want throughout your world. Anything you put in one of them shows up in all of them. So I went ahead and put everything in here, folks, except for my Diamond Pickaxe. And then if I go to this one, mm -hmm. it's all there because they're yeah. all it's all connected. Because all the ender chests, so so there's there's uh, two of them over there. Let's um, let's run over here real quick, and uh, I'll throw one right there. And if you uh, if you go over and and uh, hit that one, you'll see. Oh, there's all my stuff in there. Now, how do you and, build uh, an ender chest again? Uh, so an ender chest, um, 
you know, I don't have it right off the top of my head. No, no problem. Uh, but uh, you need um, you need some um, uh, you need some obsidian and some redstone and uh, some ender pearls, I believe. Oh no, just obsidian and uh, and an ender pearl. Okay, so it's or, uh, ender or pearls. An, I'm sorry, an eye of ender, not an eye of ender. ender surrounded by obsidian. Yes, that's exactly that's it. Yeah. And uh, and you can place them, like I said, wherever you want to. I think they're only good within a world. I don't think uh, you could place one here and place one in the end. Uh, well, maybe uh, maybe you can go to the end. I'm not sure. I haven't haven't actually tried that. The Let's end try. or the nether, you mean? Either one or both. Oh, okay. I mean, I haven't tried that. I don't know if it spans across multiple worlds within the same server or not. All right. Um, but that's a good question. That is something we should check out and find out. Yeah. Um, so those are some of the big ones. Uh, what else am I thinking of? They've added um, there's a new harvestable food stuff uh, or a new harvestable bean. Maldex says they do cross worlds, by the way. Okay, they do cross worlds. Cool. Yeah. Thank you, Maldex. Um, there's a there's a new uh, new material. Um, what is that? Uh, coca beans. Very cool. Which I haven't really played with yet, right. so I'm not sure exactly what they're going to be used for. But um, that's what they look like. If you want to pick those up. Um, uh, so, and those are the big ones. Uh, I mean, there's a there's a few other things. There's some other some other um, changes that were made, um, things that uh, that that really make a difference. Um, but uh, mostly at this point, but as a single uh, player the last, experience, the last couple weeks it's been it's been mostly bug fixes. So, uh, when you do a single player experience and and you're running through that, mm -hmm. really the whole premise and you know go, even going back for us to episode number one, building a shelter making your yeah. basic tools, none of that really changes, and and the game still doesn't really help you in that regard. You still have to figure that out on your own, even with this new snapshot or this new update. Yeah, you still have to figure a lot of this stuff out on your own. I'm sorry, my uh, Minecraft OCD. Um, <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> you, really to, you still have to figure a lot of this stuff out on your own. Uh, this, the same basic rules always apply to Minecraft. It's all about survival. Right. you got to make it through the night. you got to kill the creepers or kill, kill the monsters that are trying to kill you. Um, protect yourself, that sort of thing. All that stuff still applies. That, that's the way Minecraft is. That's the way it's always going to be. That's never really going to change. They, uh, they're not going to... Uh, they might add pieces of a story. They might add that sort of thing. But they're never going to change how the game works, how the game is played. Um, they'll expand it. Yeah, of course. But it's never really going to change. So the stuff that's getting incorporated, that's getting added to Minecraft now, is, is stuff... If, you know, if you're not paying attention, you, know, you don't care about the back-end stuff. The other stuff... It's stuff to either make your life easier or to make the game more complete. I mean, I've, um, I've heard complaints from people, and I, I've, I've seen it from a few people in our... Um, oh, uh, According to Skylar, they're also making signs stackable. You, you want to throw some signs oh, at me? Yes. Um, yeah, so if you... Uh, like, but I was going to add, uh, someone else was saying in our chat that the game, there's becoming more and more mods. Hey, look at all the signs! Yay! Um, so yeah, now the signs take up one stack. Uh, the same thing is true of empty buckets um, and uh, and empty bowls. Uh, but um, but yeah, a bunch of things that make a lot of sense. Is it coming too moddy? Do you think are they adding too much? Or I mean, to me, I I like it because they're adding more and more features and more ideas that maybe we didn't think about, and they're implementing them. Well, some things that that are being added are things that were put into the game by third party groups. Right. Um, the the ender chest there have been plugins and stuff like that on servers that have been able to do that same sort of functionality for a little while right um some of the uh um some of the other things the uh the trading with uh with um 
the trading with the villagers. There hasn't been trading with villagers, but there's been a store system, uh, hundreds of them at this point, well, probably not hundreds, but dozens of them anyway, have been made for Minecraft for servers and stuff like that. Right. Um, so some of the stuff they're adding is are things that people have done, have done outside of the official Minecraft mods, that sort of thing, and they've seen that be successful, and they're incorporating it into the core game. There are people who think that that's bad. Um the the reason why they think that's bad is they're stealing things that other people could get credit for. I see, and I guess that's sort of true, but I don't. I I can't see how that's a major killing feature. You know, that's a major killing problem. Um, it's really not that bad, and uh, and the fact that more people are going to have access to these these features is a good thing. I think in the long run, and a good thing for the community. Yeah. Um. You know, I mean, people do the same thing all the time. They talk about, uh, you know, somebody stealing the stealing this idea from another company and incorporating it into their own, or stealing this idea from a third party program and incorporating it into the main program. Right. And um, and I can understand how that can be a problem. Some people have an issue with it, but I think in this case, it's actually a good thing. There are always going to be things in mods that are never going to be part of Minecraft. Um, there are some really, really amazing tech mods, uh, things that add machinery and a lot more than just what Redstone does. And then on, on Redstone, there's some circuitry mods, things that add a lot more capability to Redstone and, a lot, and make things move faster and work faster. There are some really, really unbelievable things out there that are never going to be part of Minecraft because it's way outside the scope of what they're trying to do with it. <laughs> That's true. Um, and you always got to leave a little bit, though, to the, uh, to the imagination of the user. Uh, right. You know, that's, uh, I, that's another big thing. Yeah, and and it's amazing how far... You think about Minecraft's only a few years old, and it's amazing how far it's come already. Yeah. Um, not even at version 2. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a huge amount that's still potential that's out there. Yeah. And, um, you know, we just have to wait and see. I'm sure that there's really, really, really cool things coming out there. And, and you know what? If you have an idea for Minecraft, I'm sure that Mojang would be happy to hear it. Uh, you know, and whether they would use it. It's a different story. Yeah, they may may not be able to, for legal reasons, acknowledge receiving your idea because then they could be held liable if they put it in their next game. Most major companies yeah, but, do that. Um, well, but, I mean, you're talking about what's basically a giant indie game at this that's point true, still. That's true, true. So they're, they're a lot more open in, to input than a company like EA is uh, just because of the nature of, of how they are. And, and, uh, yeah. and even though Notch is not officially part of it anymore, um, you know, not officially part of the Minecraft dev. He's still got to be involved somehow. It's still his company. Yeah. It's still got his name associated with it. So, final thing I wanted to show before I forgot, Joe, mm -hmm. was uh, for for those that are in creative mode, there's a new menu system. Uh, oh yeah. So yeah. if should you want, should I set change your game mode? Yeah, real quick, and we can show people what that looks like. So, if you're an admin on a server or you're on a creative section of a server, this is very important. Now we all know what it looks like looks like before. And I'm not in that mode yet. Um, um, yeah, I'm working on it. Yeah, no problem. Um, there there uh, we go. Yeah, I'm there. Okay. So before, you guys probably remember what the mo uh, the creative mode looks like. You basically have access to everything, but there's no real organization. Yes. Well, now there is. Look at this. This is so much better. So you have a broke down on all these tabs here. So you have building blocks. Uh, so it has all your different types of materials, stairs and slabs and uh, different types of wool. Decoration blocks, so uh, leaves and grass and enchantment tables and your signs. Uh, everything that deals with redstone. Uh, everything that deals with transportation. You know one thing I noticed, Joe? And mm -hmm. I know they're, tr do they're doing this to be uniform. 
but there's a lot of open space for transportation. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, miscellane- miscellaneous has got stuff here. Uh, you can actually type in and search for items. So if you know the name, say rail, there you go. Start typing it, and there you go. Uh, food, uh, tools, combat, brewing, all your your potions and stuff are ready to go here. Uh, and then materials, uh, gold, diamond, charcoal, and emeralds, and all that fun jazz. And then your survival in- inventory. So before, Joe... You would have to pull yourself out of creative mode to get to your survival inventory. You don't have to do that anymore. No, yeah, you you do it's not so need cool. to do that anymore. It is it is really really convenient and uh the best thing about the whole thing, thanks. Uh the best thing about the whole thing is um is just how much faster it is to find things. Yeah. Uh we've been using the um We've been using this uh, this system or the, the 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 weekly updates for a few episodes now, and yeah. it's really hard. To, <laughs> I know um, to go back to the regular thing, uh, you know. And I'm like, I just pulled, uh, you know, we both just pulled some some random potions out. Now I've set you back. Yeah, I know you have. Yeah. Um, so we just pulled some random potions out, and yeah. uh, and we can grab those out really really quickly. You know, if you need to find a. Uh, um, you know, there's a whole separate combat tab where you can just go there really quickly and yeah. uh, and that sort of thing. And then the really, really nice thing about it is you can access in creative mode something you couldn't really do before is you can access your armor screen so you can equip your own armor. Uh, if you have stuff other other places in your inventory, you can still get to that. All those sort of things are still available. Stuff that is really, really handy to have. Um, it, it's just such a major upgrade. That right there by itself is worthy of a minor version upgrade. <laughs> yes. Uh, it, it is just really, really, really fantastic. So Well, it's uh, it's exciting, too. I mean, we, we get to see these changes as they happen with the snapshots, and we preview them for you guys. And then when the main version comes out, you're ready to go because we've yeah. already filled you in. So Yeah, right. I mean, I'm, I'm fully expecting people to be setting tripwires everywhere. Oh, I know. <laughs> We're going to have, like, whole mazes of traps and surprises. Oh, it will be terrible. It will oh. be awful. There will be tripwire across every road in the entire server, I'm sure. And every time you cross it, something bad will happen somewhere. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, you know, awesome segment. I know you guys are excited for 1.3. It drops on August 1st. Now, remember, for our server, we cannot update to 1.3 until bucket updates and our mods are ready to rock. So it may be a while. So... Remember, you can use something like Magic Launcher. What was that? Nothing. Oh, anyway. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That sounded like Vendor. Don't forget, uh, use something like Magic Launcher. You can have snapshots and have your updates separately. So this way... um, It's really convenient. Magic Launcher, we did an episode on that a while ago, uh, talking about how to use it and how to set it up. uh, it was maybe five, six episodes ago now. Yeah, and uh, super handy. Um, really, really nice to use. And uh, like I have it set up with uh, with all the snapshots we've done so far, and now 1.3 pre-release. Yeah. So um, really, really cool. Uh, plus, it lets you set your memory size and all kinds of stuff like that. So highly recommend that. And um, yeah, it's 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 really sweet. Yeah. Uh, I I just love the the new the new expansion, the new, I the new version. Wait. I think it's so cool. And and don't worry, you guys. Once uh, once one three officially drops, we will check to make sure there hasn't been any changes. And if there has been, we will definitely talk about them and bring them to you. 
Um, and they'll probably they'll. I mean, they kind of stealth put in that uh, that whole sideways um, sideways log thing. Nobody expected that. That was not. That's I don't think it was on the plan. It, it yeah, just sort of yeah. appeared in this uh, in this. Uh, pre-release. They might do. They might do that again. They, they certainly could. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 not unlike. It's possible. Yes. I'm not going to say it's likely, but it's possible. That's right. Well, it is now time. Now, remember, folks, you too can nominate somebody for the server showcase. All you have to do is head over to our website at geekgamer.tv and head to the Minecraft Me section. There is a form you can fill out on our website to nominate somebody for something cool that they built. Um, And it's always fun to nominate someone else. You could nominate yourself, but if you nominate somebody else, it makes it much more sweeter. It's now time for the server showcase. Server showcase of the week. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I cut that off. <laughs> you did. Wow. I didn't mean to. It's <laughs> it's time for the server showcase of the week. Geek, 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 geek. <laughs> anyway, uh, this uh, this uh, this server showcase selection uh, comes in. This is Nate the Great Four Twenties area of stuff. And my God, man, this this area is just extraordinary looking and I mean this is you guys could see this path and it just go I don't even know where it starts but it uh, I think it maybe starts up here at this pagoda I want to say maybe or yeah mm-hmm. so so there's this nice pagoda up here oh it's the observatory and he says look up so I'm looking up it's like oh it's very cool and over here it says Samus's helmet and feather up Okay. And so I'm looking out there. Oh, look at that. Yeah, there's the helmet right there. Wow. And feather. Oh, wow. That's really cool. All right. So I'm going to I'm going to leave the observatory here. And uh I'm going to fly and follow the path down 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 down. Hey, who's that? Is that you, Joe? Where? Somebody's flying. Is that it? Who? Who's that? Oh, it's Da Vinci. Oh my goodness, Batman! It's Da Vinci virus. <laughs> it's Batman. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So I'll, I'll follow the path down to the lower level here. Now, this is beautiful, by the way. All done, not in creative. This was all done in survival. Wheat farm. Talk to me, Nate the Great. How to? So if I go inside, oh, I I know what I need to do, <laughs> and I forgot to do it. Whoa! Oh, shoot. What'd you do, Joe? I sort of harvested all of his wheat. Nice going. Let me look <laughs> inside. <laughs> Sorry about that, Nate DeGrate. I'll um, holy smokes! I'll put it all back. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, just go. No, no, no. Go back in there. Go back uh, in there. It's okay. really cool. Um, go back in there and stand uh, right up next. I, to that. Just... I'm not. Uh, I can't, Joe. Oh well, then back up and watch me do it. Okay. Okay, so I'll just go up here and stand on this. And can you see the water coming down? Oh, yeah. So he's got it rigged uh, both down here and if you fly up above and take a look, you can see the whole thing. Um, he's got it rigged to bring all the wheat down here. Yeah, to, I to see it. I see standing. it. Wow. So definitely cool. Um, I shouldn't I shouldn't be running across his uh, his farm here. Uh, but I'll, uh, I'll put all this wheat back, I promise. Um, sorry about that. <laughs> Oh well. Yeah. 
I'll, I'll so fix so this. basically, he's got a two or, level. Or actually, I'll make uh, I'll make Da Vinci Fires do it. But he's got a two level <laughs> farm, which is really really three cool. levels. Oh, three a level. level in between as well. Yeah, so very very cool. So this is his farm. Uh, let me uh, keep walking over here. He says here he's got an automatic melon farm. He needs sticky pistons. Will trade. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so obviously, I think he's using sticky pistons to push the melons. I think that's one of the things that we showed in one of our episodes. Um, mm -hmm. So there, so there we go. So there's his his melon farm. Um, let me go over here this way. He says, "Don't kill the sheep." So he's got a, a sheep farm for different colors of wool. Yeah, for all the different colors. So there's uh, black and gray and. A bit off white there, and my gosh, you guys, and then some orange wool and magenta. Wow. And he's got a double gate system in place, and he's got them in their own little pins, and that's really cool. I like this. All right, this is getting annoying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, but you can see all the different colors from top. That's very, very creative. I like that very much. Um,. I'm putting all of his wheat back in his... Yeah, uh, I figured yeah, that's what you were working on. Well, no, uh, Da Vinci's putting it back in the actual... Um, uh, in the actual... Uh, in the actual fields, but I'm putting it, all the stuff that I harvested back into his chest. So if I... Uh, let me look at, make sure we look at his signs here. So observatory that way, wool, tr plea and tra uh, wool tree and plant farms, and then the enchantment table, beach, den, and tree house is all that way too. So let's head up. I'm going to head upstairs here. So I was looking at this before, and if you actually fly up here roughly to where, uh, to the building up there, actually. Yeah. Um, I like his scarecrow, by the way, if that's what it's supposed to be. I was fairly impressed with, with, I don't know if he found this or if he dug this. It's such a cool hole just sitting. This canyon. Yeah, just kind of in the middle of, of this this hill. Uh, you know, I have no idea if he dug this out or if he found it and built around it, but it is really, really cool looking. He just definitely has a rail system and set up here as well. I don't know if he if he made this rail to get to this point. But uh, I, I don't know. I don't know where it goes. But anyway, if I go into his tree house here, which let me uh, go to my compass. I can't right now. Oh, there we go. Well, I'm in a different uh dimension right now. Yeah. Anyway, um, oh, it's Kitty. Great. Hi, Kitty. Not my uh, so so he's got he likes cats. Who doesn't? <laughs> and he's got a he's got a nice kitchen table here which he used pistons to create. Yeah, extended pistons to make the the uh I like that tables. look. I really like that look. It looks really cool. So I like that. He's got some art. I love the sound of walking on wool. <laughs> Got some uh, some uh, potions there, and he's got the bed. And you can go upstairs, and uh, he's got a second story that leads out onto this balcony that's up here. Where's too. the uh, where's the stairs? Did I miss them? Back in the corner, past. Oh, the, there they yeah, are. That's the potions. Yeah. Oh, a nice little sitting area up here. And again, this is a really good viewpoint. You can look down and really see this. Oh, this. wow ravine that he uh, he either found or made. I'm really not sure, but definitely a cool spot. And then one last thing I want to show off here. A couple more things. First off, here is that Samus helmet and feather. So here's some uh, pixel art. Very, very nice looking there. Very cool. Um, and then finally, down there at the very, very bottom of the path, um, 
there is looks like there's something underwater that uh he's got some sort of underwater area down there seating area down there do you see that joe oh yeah yeah definitely cool um, which is in the house here. I think this is in the house here. What's this? Uh, this is the underwater den. All right, so let's walk down. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah, this is the underwater den. This is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like the design using the... Is this sandstone? Is that what this is? Yeah, that's sandstone there, um, which is really nice because it's a, sandstone is used for a lot of things. It's really easy to dig. But it's also um, uh, it's not subject like sand is to uh, to falling. It's not uh, gravity uh, uh, subject to gravity. So. And then the last thing I saw, which was over here, is he had a dock right here as well. Nice little dock and a boat. So definitely a cool place. Um, quite a lot here. It's it's I'm const every single time we do one of these, I'm amazed at what people have been able to do. In uh, in just survival mode, um, and the, and there's sense. no doubt this wasn't in survival mode. If he's asking for sticky pistons for trade, you yeah. know it's survival mode. So, yeah. I love the layout of this, Joe. This is just gorgeous. Yeah, it is really really pretty. Very very nice. So, there you go, folks. Our server showcase of the week. Now remember, you can always nominate somebody. All you have to do is head over to our website. And nominate them. Geekgamer.tv. Go to the Minecraft Me section. Just drop down that menu. I'll show you where it is after the show. Or at, at the end of the show. <laughs> um, and nominate. Because we want your submissions. We want your yeah. submissions. Uh, very cool stuff. All right. That's our server well, we showcase should, we of the should, week. Uh, but We should make sure we mention who made that. Yeah. I, 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 I mentioned it at the top. Uh, at, at the beginning. It was Nate the Great 420. There you go. So, Yes. Now, before we leave the Server Showcase segment, we always do this. We want to reward you guys for hanging out with us at during our live recording. And all you have to do is check out our calendar at geekgamer.tv. In the top, very top edge of the page is a show schedule calendar or show calendar. If you're with us during that, um, all you got to do is just hang out with us. And if you do, let me head over there now. I know Joe's going to be headed over there now. Um, uh, I spelled it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we go. I'm uh, now, Joe. Are you uh, are you there now? Uh, yeah, I uh, I I lost my uh, potion that I'd been using. Though, okay, so so, so remember, one. folks, if you hang out with us during our live show, and you're gonna have to probably teleport. Oh, somebody's giving it to him. Oh, can you teleport me in there, Joe? Oh, uh, here. All right. So remember, right. if you hang out with us, we will reward you with, with, uh, with EXP and mention you on the air during our show. So thanks to Maldek, one of admins, Dark Saws, Web Apprentice, Pwan12, Matt Klein10, Nuberific. If you guys are all together, I can't read your names. Linky Poo, Undead, <laughs> Undead Zombie Boy, uh, and Soft as Make, uh, and Legion Ghost. Thank you guys. You guys are all awesome. Every one of you. Yeah, and Bubbles9135 as well. Thank you for hanging out. Bing Bang Theorists, all you guys make it 
too cool and 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 just so much fun to hang out and play. Well, Big Bang Theorist says you missed him. And Big Bang Theorist, I thought I said it. I said it again. Big Bang Theorist. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much. Um, so that being said, it's now time to uh, you know open it up, head to the mailbox. It's time for your Minecraft me messages. It's time to dip in the old mailbag. It's time for Minecraft me messages. That's right, folks. You can remember. You can you can email us. You can send us messages. All you have to do is just drop them drop them in the the Gmail. I, I heard it's free. It's Minecraft me at geekgamer.tv. Now remember, we haven't mentioned this in a while, and I'm uh, I'm I'm getting this ready right now. But we do take video email submissions, mm-hmm. and we we did receive one here, and uh, the it's going to be a little bit out of frame because. He decided to turn. It's it's a phone video message, so he, did he turned. Do it, did he do it rotated? Yeah, that's all right. It happens. Yeah. Uh, but here is here he is, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and play it. And here we go. Hello, this is Blake's vlog. Who cares? Called the Blake Show, and I think you guys should get like really get that the show on. YouTube, I mean, not YouTube, or well, it is on YouTube, but don't get it from YouTube. Uh, get it from iTunes. It's called Minecraft Me. If you hear some noises in the background, it's just this noisy buddy I got. <laughs> okay, so yeah. So you should get it. It's all for free. Then 32 episodes. Teach you how to play Minecraft. The best show ever on YouTube. Thank you. I mean, not oh, iTunes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's all right. Um, Bye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so he's saying that you should get our show on iTunes, and I agree. And yeah. uh, thanks for thanks for sending him the message. <laughs> That's awesome. Obviously, he's from Australia. Uh, he's got an accent. Joe hates my accents. <laughs> <laughs> Only the bad ones. Only the bad ones. Even the English accent. I mean, like when I speak American, it's bad. But uh, the American, the American accent. I do a better Canadian. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, the only the the accents you do on accent are the best ones. Yeah, that's right. Like, like the Canadian one. That's right. When I <laughs> or say uh, American words or Canadian words to my Canadian friends, they don't realize that I'm saying Canadian words to make fun of them because yes. it's, yeah, that was that, that was, was uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, now. We have a lot of email, and we're starting to get more and more and more in email as we get popular, and we appreciate it. However, just because of time, we don't have time to read every single one on every single episode. So I just want to let you guys know that we will definitely answer most of them, if not all, if we can. However, you will get to the head of the line if you create a video of 30 seconds or less and just send it to us as an attachment, or B... You have a nice, properly formatted email that is short and sweet and has nothing to do with you being banned in the server. <laughs> <laughs> so the first question that I'm going to read here comes in from Mike. Uh, he writes in and says, hey, guys, I got a question for you. How many listeners do you have and how many ducks do you give the new update? Thanks, Mike. Uh, first off, Mike, thanks for the question. Uh, we have a lot. Uh, we get... Probably fifty thousand plus downloads a month of Minecraft. Me, uh, we get a lot. 
and more are happening all the time thanks to you guys spreading the word telling friends writing great reviews on iTunes um, you know that sort of thing you know that really helps boost the exposure of the show we really just do it for you guys because we have pure enjoyment of it uh, we don't barely get anything out of this we don't get money or f fame or anything like that but uh, very cool and and finally how many ducks do, do we give this new update uh, are we doing a five duck scale Joe um, I, I, I I think it's arbitrary okay it? I, I don't know I give it 67 and a half ducks out of how many out of 27 so it's <laughs> three 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 times as I, I would say this update, I mean, it's 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 not a major point release update. A lot of bug fixes. Obviously, they added the tripwire and the ender chest and the new... I, I give it a good solid thumbs up. Uh, I, I think, I think this this is a... Um, from the average single-player point of view, this is probably a uh, like a 7 or 8 out of 10 uh, update, whether they're ducks or stars or, or Hondas, whatever. Um as from a, a back end standpoint, from what this is going to enable them to do in the future, this is a this is a ten out of ten update. It's really really awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's just that a lot of people are never going to use it. They're never going to see it. So I think it's a really important update. I'm really glad that we have it out, um, or that it's about to be out. You know, it's just a, about a week away. Um, but again, most of the most of the major 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 stuff that they spent a lot of time working on is stuff that the average player probably won't ever see. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, oh, and the and the creative mode menu select. Oh yeah, is just oh that's thank you. Yes, yeah, thank thank goodness for that. Thank yes, <laughs> I'm being notified by Nuberific in our chat that burning ores also gives you XP. So there's many different ways that you're going to be able to create XP with this new update, which is really yeah. Cool. They've really expanded that. They made it a lot better. Uh, there were a lot of people yeah. who were not going out and killing monsters or having a hard time with that. Um, and so the fact that they've added more ways to get it is a really, really good thing. Yeah. And, and don't forget the best way to earn XP as well is by watching the show live. That's also a great sure. way to earn XP. It's a great way to get XP. Yeah. Joe, you want to pick another question? Uh, sure. Let me take a quick look. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I guess I can do um, I can do minks. Okay. Go for it. I mean, why just might as well? Yeah. Um, so, uh, cool show, guys. I just want to ask, what is the best thing to do when I get back on the server? Also, what is the best way of getting stuff done and storing stuff in a chest? Mink 100, OPS, rock on. Make sure my house and shop are not grief, please, from an awesome <laughs> helper in so many ways. <laughs> okay. We'll try. Yes. Don't, don't, nobody out there grief uh, Mink 100. Please stuff. don't grief. Yep, that'd be bad. Don't grief anybody's. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's your own. Grief your own. That's, that's exciting. Uh, Best thing to uh, to do uh, when you're on the server, build something cool. Um, build something that uh, that makes it uh, something that will make us want to go and check it out and do it as a server showcase. That's probably that's that's probably one of the cool things you can do. Um, if you can't or you don't want to come up with something like that, then um, help somebody else build something cool or uh, or survive or build a new mine or um, play with some redstone. Uh, you know, there's a whole lot of things you can do in Minecraft. That's one of the really great things makes it a really good game is uh, it's just the it's a blank canvas. You can do whatever you want. So definitely cool. Um, best way of getting stuff done is storing stuff in a chest. The best way to store stuff in a chest is to right click on the chest and then put stuff in it. Yes seems fairly straightforward and the best way of getting stuff done is to build a tool and then dig with that tool because uh, that gets stuff done uh hi joe and chase uh, julius big bang theorist 
wrote in. So we're yes, we're reading your question. You're you're around to hear your question answered right now. Wants to know how can he set up a server with both off and online players can join. I'm asking this because I want to make a server with for two of my friends and they are offline players. Do I have to make a server or does that or does the upcoming open to land function work for single player worlds include offline connection? I assume that your friends are on the same connection as you. They got to be on the LAN connection because offline means that you're not on the internet, which means all your friends need to be on the same network. If you're sort of, sort of, unless you're using Hamachi. Uh, if if you're using a hacked server, then then you can anybody can connect to it with any name. Okay. Um, right. The issue with that is most of the security in Minecraft is based around that name being secure. So. If you like, if we set our server to not be a secured server, to be a a, a server that's not authenticating with Mo, with uh, with Minecraft or with Mojang, um, anybody could join, and they could join un, they could join under my name, which would be bad. <laughs> um, the same thing goes for you. Anybody could join under your name, Chase, and they would have access to everything you've done and all, no! of, all of your books. Exactly, that, it would be bad. bad. So um, that's the big danger of, of running a an. an unauthenticated server um but i there are people out there who have to do it and notch has said publicly if that's what you have to do that's what you have to do but make sure you pay for the game when you can yeah yeah and, and we've talked about the many different creative ways that you can do that i mean there <laughs> there are many many yeah. different ways yeah so no great question um another good question uh, came in uh hey joe and chase i really enjoy the show i'm only 12 and I'm going to get Minecraft soon. Uh, I have the money, so that's not the problem. It's my computer. I have an Asus laptop only with an i3 processor. It's not a $2,000 Apple. So I'm worried it won't support Minecraft smoothly. Please tell me if there's anything I can do so it'll run without lag. Thanks again, your longtime fan, Alex. Great question. Actually, an i3 should be able to run Minecraft just fine. Um, it I, should be able to do pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Um, I would you may say, not be able to run it at full screen with all the really fancy texture sets, but you should, be, you should be able to do it just fine. Yeah, I was going to say, you might not be able to run really fancy texture packs. Another thing, too, is if, if your laptop does have a lot of memory, uh, let's say if it has 8 gigs or something like that, you can use Magic Launcher to allocate more memory to Minecraft. That will help in that regard. Uh, make sure you don't have any other background programs running at the same time. Um you know, th there's a few things you can do, but n your laptop and i3 should be just fine. Um, yeah, you might not be able to run advanced texture packs, but, you know, you'll be able to run Minecraft as well. You'll be able to play the game. That's the important part. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so I got a question from Jack Donahue. Okay. And uh, he asks, why are the golden tools weak? Yeah, why is that, Joe? You would think gold is awesome. And, you know, I, ha I actually have a kind of funny story about this. Uh, All when right. I first started playing Minecraft, um, I was under the same impression. I was like, ooh, gold is rare. There must, therefore, it must be good. So I built my way up and built iron tools, and I was mining, and I found, go, go, oh, my God, I found some gold. So let's make some tools off of gold. I think I made an axe the first thing. And I'm like, sweet, I'm going to go chop this tree down in no time flat. And I started whacking at this tree, chopping, chopping, chopping. I was like, this is taking forever. This is ridiculous. Finally, I went online and read about it. Golden tools are of the same strength as uh, wooden tools. They last oh. the same. They do the same amount of work. They're <laughs> the same Why? level tool as wooden. They're very, very close to wood. up, man. Well, the reason for it is, and it, and it sort of makes sense, gold in real life 
um, is mostly a um, uh, yeah. uh, just an aesthetic thing. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really have any value as a, as a material outside of electronics. And um, so I guess they kind of copied that in, in Minecraft. So the best thing you can do with gold, at least that I've been able to see, is uh, make gold armor out of it and then flash everywhere you go. You are bright and sparkly and shiny and it looks cool. But that's it. Golden <laughs> tools are weak because gold is weak. That's just the way it, well, way it goes. So, uh, and I had another question I, I thought we should cover real sure, quick. Sure, yeah. Go for it. And it's from Connor. All right. It's how do you talk to each other during the episode even though you aren't in the same room? Wait. You're, Joe, you're right You're right there. I, I'm, hold on. Let me, let me look. O- I, I see you. You're right there. You're, you're, you're right there. Hi, Joe. I don't think so. Nobody's uh, going to fall for it. No. For one thing, there's a curtain next to me. Um, I can't reach through. <laughs> all right, so without getting too technical, because I can talk all day about it, Joe uses Skype. I use Skype. So Joe sends me a video feed with Skype. Um, and Skype, that's how you hear each That's how we sound like. Joe's got a great mic. Skype does really good work with audio quality and for video quality. Uh, and then I use a program called Wirecast from a company called Telestream. Telestream.net is their website. Um, and we bring it all together, uh, and essentially we're able to stream and record, and then I edit and do fancy stuff, and then we put it out as a podcast. So that's how we're able to do it, um, thanks to Skype and, and most importantly, good audio equipment. Uh, that also helps go a long ways as well. Now, if you, I'm, I'm going to leak this here first. Now, we're going to be at PAX, okay? Penny Arcade Expo. Last weekend of August, PAX Prime, PAX in Prime in Seattle. The company that provides this software that we're using called Wirecast, they are sponsoring us for PAX, and other companies will be sponsoring as well, but I can talk about them. We're going to be giving away <laughs> Wirecast. We're going to be giving away some discount coupon codes uh, if you don't win a, a copy. So you have a chance to win one. It's going to be very, very cool. Um, and also, by the way, um, I didn't forget. I'm an, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm going to be announcing uh, a uh, something. Uh, uh, I'm gonna be giving away prizes and stuff. And I talked about this in a in a Facebook to, uh, post about prizes. Um, and I'll talk about that here shortly. But that's how we do it, the show essentially. So uh, Matt writes in from Australia or JMac123. He writes in and says, "I would like." To say how much I appreciate your show and especially the pub server. Uh, the pub server is great because you get to feel griefer safe and build almost anywhere you want. Is griefing to take from unlocked chests? I think I know the answer, winky face. And if you register an account, can you use the same email for another? Thanks. And have you featured how you can write in books yet in the snapshots? Uh, your show is great. I wish there were more mods and people when I play, though. Normally, there are about one to three people apart from myself, and normally, no mods. I know you may not be able to help this, though. Thanks for taking the time to read this email, if you do, and thanks again. So, yeah, griefing from a chest that is not yours is griefing. It's like like if I went well, into... Unless the chest is marked. That's true. Like, say, you could... There, there are a few chests in the spawn area that are marked public. Uh, you know, people put stuff in it, and, and it's available for new players or people who, who have respawned and don't have anything anymore. That sort of thing. There are a few like that, but on the whole, if it's some, if it's an, if it's a chest, even if it's unlocked, 
unless you've placed that chest there, it's somebody else's, and you really shouldn't take anything out of it. Yeah. Um, so, yes. It's like like Joe leaving his front door unlocked, and I go, oh, I'm just going to go in and take this Apple Lisa. No. No, 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 no. Not only that's griefing, I would probably be killed. Moving forward, um, <laughs> I don't know about registering an account from the same email as another I'm not sure. I don't know if right Mo right now. Uh, my understanding is with the Mojang accounts that are email based accounts, you can only have one Minecraft a, a, uh, a name attached to each account at this point. I think that's going to change, but I'm I'm not sure when or what the timeline is for that. Um, so yeah, right now you can only have one account per email address. Uh, that's not to say you can't have multiple accounts with different emails, of course. But uh, yeah, for every email, you get one Minecraft account so far. Last email. Snuck it in right at the wire while we're doing the live show. Snuck it in. Skyler writes in and says, Hey, Jason, Joe, I'm watching live right now. Would you ever do a Skyblock survival map? I would totally watch it. Skyblock playthroughs are really popular on YouTube if you didn't know. I'm at Soda Fountain Joy on Twitter and talked to Chase briefly a few weeks ago on Twitter. Love the show. Peace, Skyler. Yes, and that leads me to the question for you guys out there listening and watching the show. If you have suggestions and ideas for adventure or survival maps, please send them in to minecraftme at geekgamer.tv and put uh, survival map in the subject line, okay? So send in your suggestions, minecraftme at geekgamer.tv for your favorite survival or adventure map and put survival map in the subject line. And Joe and I will start trying those out in future episodes. Right, Joe? I think that would be a lot of fun to do. Yeah, uh, I've been trying to find uh, over the last few days, uh, last week or two actually, trying to find a good survival map, a good adventure map actually, that has um, really definite breaking points, stuff that we can get done in half an hour, 45 minutes or so. And uh, hopefully we'll we'll find a really good one, something that's, that's uh, pretty popular, something yes. that people like, and uh, work our way through it over over a few weeks. Uh, I think that could be uh, really good. Yeah. So send in your suggestions, folks. We really want to hear from you. Um, so I want to talk real quick. Uh, we haven't posted anything yet about this, but I did let the cat out of the bag a little early on Facebook, uh, and that is uh, we're, we're going to have a raffle here coming up very, very soon. Uh, and we're going to be giving away some great prizes. And the first prize that we're going to give away is a reserved plot at our new spawn area. That's right. You won't have to pay anything for it. You won't have to the, to beg and grovel us, even though that would be kind of cool. No, no. You won't have to do that. You'll just have to enter into the raffle. And there will be many different ways that you can actually earn extra entries for the raffle. But I'm not quite, I thought it was going to be ready to go with that. Not quite ready yet. By next show, we'll have the entry form up for the raffle. Uh, we just need to fill out, uh, uh, figure out a few technical things with the new spawn area. Uh, and we're going to be working on that over the next few weeks. But uh, the, the winner of the first ever Minecraft Me raffle will be a reserved plot in our new spawn area. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Um, I want to remind everybody uh, that you can head over to our website at geekgamer.tv. And if you want, you can subscribe to the show. That's right. If you can't catch us live, uh, you can download us. And the easiest way to download us is through iTunes or, or the Zune Marketplace. If you head up to the top here, 
uh, where it says subscribe right there. If you click on that, uh, you can just scroll on down. You can see Geek Gamer Weekly and then Minecraft Me. Uh, the video feeds, audio feeds, it's all here. So check that out. Uh, and, and the one final thing I want to talk to you guys about, of course, uh, is support and donations. You know, we, we work really, really hard on this show. Uh, everything, the majority of the equipment, uh, you know, th it comes out of our pockets. I mean, Joe picked up a, a, a microphone on his own so he could sound better for you guys. New headphones. I've purchased. I don't want to go through the list of the equipment that I've purchased. <laughs> but it's, well, And I've done server upgrades. And, oh, yeah, I mean, we've both done a fair number of things so to keep much. the show going yeah. as, as best as we can and try to give the best possible experience to, to everybody out there, everybody yeah. out there playing on the pub server listening to the show. And I would love to be able to say, hey, Joe, here's a new microphone for you. Or, hey, Joe, <laughs> he, here's a, here's a, a, an SSD for the server. Or here's something cool. Uh, and, you know, I can't afford to do that. That's why Joe and I have normal jobs during the That's day. Right. We have a real life. We Unbelievable. Have... <laughs> <laughs> so we really uh, would appreciate your support. And there's many, many different ways you can actually support us. Uh, if, if you can't afford to send us any money, whenever you're doing shopping online, if you're doing shopping on Amazon or Monoprice or Newegg, if you use one of our affiliate links, we'll get a little piece of whatever you're picking up. Uh, so to do that, all you have to do is head over to our website, click on that donate button there, or just head to geekgamer.tv slash support. Uh, and then if you're in the United States and you shop at Amazon, just click this banner before you do any shopping, and we'll get a, a little piece of that. Uh, also, we have affiliate links for amazon.ca, amazon.co.uk, and also amazon.com. That, that I mentioned. Also, if you're building a new computer, let's say, uh, or you're picking up some new items at Newegg or Monoprice or Best Buy, just use those links before you do any shopping. Um, as always, you know, by the way, we love, we love good old cash. Cash always works. Uh, if you put a donation in, uh, you can actually post something to our donation wall below. All you got to do is put a donation in and click that donate button. And you can also subscribe automatically $2, $5, or $10. Uh, whatever you can afford, we appreciate the help. Yeah, and these uh, these these um, shopping links, uh, Newegg, uh, Amazon, of course, they don't cost you anything other than time. No, it doesn't yeah. change the price you see on items. All it means is that uh, a little bit of money that Amazon or or or, uh, or Monoprice would have made goes to us to yep. refer for referring you. That's all it does. Yep. So it doesn't cost you anything other than a mouse click. And somebody, uh, you know, I, I'm able to, it's really cool. I'm able to see what people, I don't know who ordered what, but I'm able to see what people order. And someone used our link and ordered this, like, really expensive stand mixer. It was like a $400 mixer. And I was Great. just now like, now somebody's all embarrassed. But we, they don't know. They, we don't know who they're talking That's about. That's true. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I mean, thanks to that person, we were able to get a little, we got a few bucks back from that. And there was yeah. no, you didn't have to do, didn't have to do anything. Yeah. Other than click the link before you did the shopping. So head or, over. You know, yeah. They could really give us some interesting influences if they um if they bought the right the right things. What do you mean? Well they could they could like really screw with us and show weird things that they're buying. That could be <laughs> kind of entertaining. If we get enough, we should do a segment on what did our mind what did our people buy this week? Yes. <laughs> And one thing I do do, I do do, is uh, in our in every po episode post from now on, I'm I'm picking a Minecraft item of the week. Uh, last week I picked a Minecraft 
mask head head mask <laughs> as as my item pick of the week. Uh, it's just something I'm throwing in there on the post that I think is really cool and to to purchase and buy Minecraft related. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, we appreciate the help. Uh, and uh, you'll have plenty of opportunity to also help us out as we gear up for packs here in a few weeks as well. So another awesome and great show, uh, Mr. Joe. I, I got to say I'm looking forward to the full release of 1.3 and actually being able to use it on our on our main server. Um, yeah, and, and hopefully the, um, the Bucketcraft guys are going to be on top of it this time and we'll have it within a few days would be great. Day of would be awesome. Uh, but a, a few days hopefully... Um, you know, we had that issue earlier this year where it was like four or five weeks before they finally released a, uh, an updated version. And, um, as soon as they do that, we'll be upgrading the server, but until they do, don't, uh, don't upgrade your client. If you can avoid it, if you play on our server, uh, again, use, uh, use one of the launchers, magic launchers, what we use, uh, it works really, really well and, uh, set up a, a profile with your That's old right. version and your new version. Yep. And uh, that way it'll make sure that you can still get into the server. Yep. Uh, by the way, uh, with the Olympics starting uh, today, tomorrow. or today well, for all the... Yeah, it's today. <laughs> well, it's technically started Wednesday. Yeah, I yeah. know, with the soccer pre-rounds. Yeah. Joe and I will be doing occasional live streaming hangouts, probably, or maybe just regular streaming. We're going to be chatting about the obscure sports of the Olympics. That's right, archery, badminton, handball, all that fun, fun jazz. Uh, fencing, hopefully fencing. some sailing. Yes. Uh, maybe... Um, Equestrian events? No, probably not. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> um, but yes, uh, and don't forget, folks, we do other shows. We do other things at TV. On Sunday, we do a show called Geek Gamer Weekly, uh, where we talk about the top geeky and gaming news. We do that every week, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, so check us out this Sunday. We should have a great show to talk about. Uh, can't wait to do that as well. So that's it for Mr. Joe Falby. I'm Chase Nunes. Thanks for watching Minecraft Me. Keep digging, everybody. We'll see you all next week.